The best in internet and entertainment is here, and it's all powered by Xfinity for one unbelievable value. Introducing breakthrough Wi-Fi speed, now faster than a gig. That's enough to handle every device in the house and then some. And with X1, you get access to live TV and top streaming apps. Upgrade today with Xfinity. Check out our internet and TV offers. And now through March 15th, ask how to get a free upgrade to gig speed for a year. Now 20% faster. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Gig offer limited to standard plus more with two-year agreement and compatible X5 gateway. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I'm Roy Burton, alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and one half of the tag team champions, who will be defending their titles this Sunday at Royal Rumble, which I know you're very excited about, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this as always during the pandemic? Air quote, Saturday morning, sir. I I just, I'm trying, Roy, to get back into <laughs> wrestling, and it just, it fails every time. Like, I like the extent of it is following it on Twitter and be like, oh, wow, Randy Orton got his face burned. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it doesn't, doesn't relate to me, like, turning on the television or even streaming something. Like, I think I might watch, like, the first 15 minutes of SmackDown. And then I might turn to the last eight minutes, but it's like, nah, I I, like it's, and, but this is the start. The road has been paved to, to someone jumping off of that, that ship, which is wild now, because who would have thought that Tampa Bay Mm -hmm. in the same year would have the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. and WrestleMania. Yeah. For those of you who do not know, this Sunday uh, is going to be the Royal Rumble which is the, one of the WWE's crown jewel events. And we should probably talk about this. Actually, we'll talk about this in a second. But it's one of WWE's crown jewel events. And as Chris said, it is it is the, the um, I don't want to say the keystone marker, but it is the start of what people typically refer to as the road to the biggest event on the WWE calendar, which is WrestleMania. Because I so, saw there was yeah. some Middle Eastern-related event this week. I think it was the Super Showdown type of thing that was in the Thunderdome. Yeah, it was the uh, well, that was the the superstar. I forget what it was called a superstar spectacle. Is that what that was? I think so. Yeah. So the so the WWE and again we were way off the WWE tangent here, but the WWE is trying to start a developmental um, uh, brand. I, I guess I'll say in India, and so that was kind of like the kickoff for their uh, developmental efforts in India. Um, the the superstar spectacle, but you mentioned WrestleMania. WrestleMania is going to look different this year for multiple reasons. One, as you mentioned. It's a two day. It's in Tampa Bay. It's in two. It's a two day event. And again, since we are all all about you know all aspects of the sporting world, it will be the first major first major pay per view under the Peacock banner because WWE Network will soon be no more come March. So for all you guys out there who have WWE Network, you got to get Peacock Premium, which is half the price, and you'll get all the same goodies that WWE. Yeah, Network no, has. and you'll get SVU you'll in the get, office. You'll get. O- Sure, whatever. Parks and Rec. I mean, you'll, you'll, yeah. you'll get the OG Law and Order. Absolutely. Like, no, no, like this is why Vince McMahon is smarter than everybody because, like, whatever he, like, he really is ahead of the game. Like, I don't know, like, like he sees, oh, people aren't going to sporting events anymore, or or are are going to WWE Live Wildwood. You know what? We're just gonna because I mean, the pandemic has showed the the streaming business is is alive and kicking. And mm-hmm. it's not going away. So let's sell the rights. Let's sell the rights to Fox on Fridays. Let's sell like because now, like 
I mean, how many new subscribers is Peacock Network going to get now? Well, yeah, Peacock's going to get a bump on this, and the WWE Network is going to make more money off of this than they did with Peacock. Because, again, WWE Network is probably roughly around, I saw numbers, it's like 1.4, 1.5 million um, subscribers. So 1.4, 1.5 million subscribers, you know, $10 ahead of everybody's paying for 12 months is about $180 million, give or take. Um, they're going to get at least $200 million a year off this Peacock money, you know. So, again... So you're coming out, you're coming out plus with that. And again, you don't have to maintain the network yourself. You're just giving people content. Like you're, yeah. just, you're saying, you know, NBC, here's all of our old shows. Like, you know, put this on a put this on your platform and show. There's <clears throat> a lot less overhead from Mr. McMahon, which is why the WWE, again, like as you said, continues to print money when you would think that that would be a company that would be hemorrhaging money um during a time like this with no with no live shows. But hey, you know what? You know, you know, players in this business know how to pivot. <laughs> yeah, Vince, no, Vince no. Vince done a pretty good job of that. Like, like, people are just waiting for, like, for the old man to just fall off. And he's never – and he hasn't fallen off. Like, I, I mean, like, like they're just, they just find ways to monetize the history of the sport. Because, like, that's – I mean, unfortunately, WCW's history costs, like, 80 bucks. <laughs> when he bought it, but like I, I mean, like you see it on Twitter every day. Like I mean, you see how much professional wrestling has influenced sports mm-hmm. culture. Joel Embiid, like I, I mean, like it's like like you can't get away from it. And and now it's and now it's just you literally Vince McMahon wakes up one one quarter and he sees two hundred million dollars in in his WWE bank account. It's like God, that's good stuff. <laughs> absolutely right so so we're gonna we'll circle back to wrestling in like two minutes we got to go from talking about the old guard to the new guard in philadelphia because oh so we're not going to talk about carson wentz um stop being a b and that's my quarterback um, that's, and, my, that's my quarterback and, 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 speaking today baby speaking about today. Uh, about ev- what everyone wanted to hear <laughs> speaking today well speaking as we record this today i i should say a couple I'm of days ago, did, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't go marco rubio and like and like and like deactivate the comments because, <laughs> because I, I'm sure those comments were lovely. So, yeah, so we'll talk about Carson Wentz, but we'll talk about Carson Wentz's new boss, uh, the new head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, filling out his staff earlier this week. We'll discuss that. And we'll discuss the, I guess, Carson Wentz again when we talk about the NFL quarterback carousel because I actually sat down and thought about this. There's going to be a lot of quarterback movement this year 18, 18, in the NFL. Adam Schefter. 18, 18 guys or 18 teams possibly looking – for new signal callers, but even bigger than that, we have some big news when it comes to the local basketball team because earlier this week they notched their best win of the season over the Los Angeles Lakers. The top two teams in the NBA are the best in the East and the best in the West, I should say, according to record faced off. And the Sixers came out victorious. And for the first time in a while, and we're probably you know not as diligent as we should be, we got some baseball to talk about, although it's not a good thing. So, well, one good thing and one bad thing. The good thing is JT Riomuto. The bad thing is nobody made the Hall of Fame. We'll explain why on this edition of the Broad Street Line. So as we always say, sit back, relax, and take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future of Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, sir? Uh, no. Shout-outs, of course, to all of you guys for listening to us and supporting us here, whether it's Philly Cam Radio, 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcasts and radio shows. Again, just subscribe to us or find us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Spotify, um, Spreaker. Again, wherever you get your shows, just do a search for the Broad Street Line. And wherever you review your shows, give us a thumbs up, a heart, a five-star rating, a positive review. We would truly appreciate all the support. Again, tell a friend to tell a friend 
about the Brosh line again, what we do here and the stuff we do again in Philadelphia on Philly Cam. If you're in Philly, you can, you can tune in every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on 106.5 FM. Or if you're not in Philly, just download the TuneIn app or go to TuneIn.com. Search for the Philly Cam Station and tune us in every Saturday at 10 a.m. to as we get into our bag. And speaking of Saturdays, again, it's going to be a very busy weekend for us because Chris Domingo, very excited about that Royal Rumble, huge Royal Rumble this week. Do you have any idea of what's going on? No. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, like, I casually read the tea leaves. Like, I don't know. Like, I'll see, like, a wrestling room or something. Mm-hmm. Off the off the plethora of intel that you have regarding professional sports entertainment. Yes. Who is your pick to win at least the men's Royal Rumble? So it goes a lot of different ways for me. My pick right now, and I'll I'll pick the women's one. Well, the women's one is probably more cut and dry to me because I think the women's Royal Rumble win is probably going to be Bianca Belair. I think they're kind of just, they're kind of going, moving towards that. Um, given again, given the clips I've seen that have come across social media, not actually watching SmackDown, um, <laughs> but yeah, Bianca Belair. No, and, like yes. I do agree with the with the with the with the major push she's getting. Yeah. However, with the champions that are currently that that are currently established, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that works though. Like I, I mean, like she's on SmackDown. Correct. Sasha Banks is the champion and she's doing a pretty good job as a face. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I mean, I always enjoyed her regardless of whether she was a face or heel. I don't know. Like, is this just an, is this a, a Hulk warrior type thing? I think so. I think so. I think this is a Hulk warrior, you know, the, 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 the up and coming superstar, you know, versus the established veteran okay. Sasha Banks kind of thing. I think this is a Hulk warrior thing. So I'll go Bianca Belair. The men's were rumble a little bit, um, I don't know, because like everybody's in it. It's kind of like a mess. Goldberg is back to fight McIntyre, and it was like who the heck knows or whatever like that. So, um, Mike, yeah, if I had, if I had to guess it right now, I'll throw a name. I'd say Daniel Bryan because I think Daniel Bryan says he wants one more run before he becomes a part time dude. So I think I'll put Daniel Bryan in there because Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns at Mania will be money um, because again, we're not going to get Rock and Roman Reigns for a couple of years, even though you know we want it now it doesn't make sense for them to do it and to pull a trigger until LA. So I'll go yeah. Dan Brian. I'm going to go. Cause I saw that this guy, um, uh, announced that he's coming in a, in a four minute vignette. Yes. Um, because I think this matchup is money and you got the, you, you got the backstory. The, one of the biggest pops of all time mm-hmm. when he came back last year, wrestled at WrestleMania, got hurt again. He's climbing that mountain. Mm-hmm. And, and we're gonna hear that Alter Bridge song again, <laughs> Edge, and like Edge Roman Reigns it is a pretty is a pretty good marquee for for the for the first WrestleMania back in into the Gen Pop. Yeah, first WrestleMania in Gen Pop in front of a limited amount of fans, probably Spear versus Spear. Yes, you yes. got a lot of that. You got, I mean, like it makes like, oh. it writes itself. Like it really kind of writes itself. So yeah, so you you have Edge, you have Edge. I, I see that again. I'm not. I'm not. Terribly, you know, like I, don't, I, I think I'm going to do my best to watch, even though there's a Sixers overlap. This, but oh, I is, there, is there an overlap on Sunday? I didn't even check the schedule. All yeah, right, I think it's so. seven o'clock. So, but but usually the World Rumble starts later. So yeah, it starts at like nine ish or something like that. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't realize I was going to like actually block out and watch the whole thing, but given the overlap, I, that's not going to happen. So yeah, so, so Royal Rumble this week, of course. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you saw these tweets earlier this week, but. Do you know what happened three years ago this week? 
We're talking wrestling. Three years ago this week. Um, uh, wrestling. Three, uh, I, I, I will tell you because you probably won't remember. This is the third year, third anniversary of NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> The birth, the birth of my, which even though I haven't watched NXT, I haven't watched NXT, I think, all year. And it's a bummer because, well, one, more than WWE's has suffered from no fans, NXT has suffered. It's from really no suffered, fans. yeah. Because, yeah. like, I, I mean, like, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Finn Balor's great in front of, like, Malcolm Bivens and, like, I don't know, <laughs> like, 15 of the wrestlers, but yeah. that doesn't do it justice. It and pop, you don't, no. like, I don't know. Like, it, no, and... I and I have no idea, like, and it seems like, and like I don't know if it's gridlock, like not wanting guys on the on the main roster because there's not enough space, but that roster seems a little stale. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, Balor's good as as a champion, but there's not that one foil for him because like he's got a great character. He got he got away from that. Like he went back to like the Prince, even though WWE doesn't like going back in the past. Like right. I, I mean. He needs a foil, and there's not a foil for him. And 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 Cole's still awesome. Undisputed Era is awesome, but I need to see something like that's why NXT was so good because they recycled a bunch of these guys. And like like Undisputed Era shouldn't be in NXT anymore. No, that's <laughs> a, that was like Undisputed Era were, were part of two of two of those amazing matches at NXT Takeover Philadelphia. They're still around. I mean, some of the guys, you know, because because again, we saw Gargano and Andrade, which is one of the greatest matches of yes. all time. Even that curmudgeon uh, Dave Meltzer gave it five stars. He gives nothing out of that's not in Japan five stars, so he gave that a five star rating. They had the Alistair Black Adam Cole match. Yeah, again, you had the you had the Undisputed Era versus AOP. You had amazing matches. Some of those guys have moved on, but the probably the better guys, the 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 Kyle O'Reilly's, the the Bobby Fish is the the. Uh, the Adam Coles, they're still there. Which Johnny Gargano, they're still there, which is kind of weird to me. But you know, no, because you know, I, I mean. because I because I think they're scared that these guys might turn into like J Jaws on the main roster. Ooh. Like I like I'm trying to think like like who like I'm not sure who like the G at like who's responsible. I think Vince McMahon might be the Howie Roseman of, of professional wrestling. I like doesn't that. know how to like no because like, like all that. these guys had like I mean Andrade has been okay, but mm-hmm. I mean like no like other than. I guess Nakamura and 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 Balor and KO. Like, KO. I mean, yeah, but you got to go back. You have to go back. Yeah, yeah. Like the last run of dudes like Ricochet. Ricochet's like <laughs> Ricochet's 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 like a borderline jobber. Yes. Um, no. Yeah, like he like he's a dude that's getting Styles clash in the most random spot. Like, I, I, yeah. but he was better than that. And it's but mm-hmm. it goes back to there were before the purge and when. Got like wrestlers lost their spots and thankfully got spots in Impact and in AEW. There's too many guys. There's a or lot too, of guys. too many guys, too many guys and gals. Yeah, there's a lot of talent. There's not enough, not enough places to 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 showcase this talent. And again, it was Except great. Day. Like I, I mean, no, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, there's not there's not enough time, even with two two weekly shows, one three hour show. For well, guys, three see? weekly shows. I mean, you have NXT, you have a two hour show. You talking yeah. about the like the main main roster? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Five hours is not enough to not enough time to showcase like sixty people. Like it's just yes. not. yeah. So which again, and we can kind of have a, a long discussion. I, I have some thoughts on that, but yeah. So so there was three years ago again. For those of you who are not familiar, NXT Takeover Philadelphia, one of the greatest wrestling cards of all time, was the birth of our descent into NXT madness. 
and, um, and and then the takeover in New Orleans with the um what the heck was it the um like what oh what was the um I think that had Chapa Gargano and then it had that North American um ladder match. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was New Orleans. Okay, I didn't know yeah. what that was. Okay, yeah. So yeah, takeover New Orleans. Yeah, those NXT takeover shows again back back in that era. We sound old, but back, <laughs> back in that day, they were amazing. Like that was to me. And I know a lot of people say like the earlier years of NXT were the glory years, but again, I didn't watch, so I don't know. Yeah. I, all I know was around 20, 2018, That drink was fire. Like, no, the fans. I don't want to over because I hate giving fans credit for anything. That the fans are 65 percent of. Of the experience, because mm-hmm. you hear the uh, like when people are like, like no, no word humming the Shinsuke Nakamura theme, <laughs> right? Or, or giving you the "This is awesome" chance. Like you can't do that in the in the uh, the Thunderdome. It just don't work. Or the Adam, like the yeah, Adam, don't work. Like once again, you can't have Raquel Gonzalez saying Adam Cole, baby. No, just it, it, again, the Thunderdome is not conducive to the boom. <laughs> it's just not. So, yeah, so, again, back in the glory days of wrestling. Hopefully, Nick Sirianni can bring the Eagles back to the glory days of their franchise. He has rounded out his staff. As we do this, again, this is a day before Nick Sirianni is finally, formally introduced to the Philadelphia sta- uh, fans and media. Um, Carson, 10 times probably. Uh, <laughs> although we did see Nick Sirianni walking around the complex earlier this week. Um kind of geeking out at being a head coach, uh, which I guess is cool, whatever. I don't really care. Nick Sirianni and just about all of his coaching staff are, are, are younger than the two gentlemen you are listening to right now. Just about everybody on that staff who's been hired so far, except for the tight ends coach, is under 40 oh, years old. Sorry, right. Yes. One of the guys, one of the coaches was on the cover of one of your favorite games of all time, NCAA football. That's how freaking young this dude is. Well, that was a, well, that was a fake cover, but I mean, oh, still – yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody uh, makes everybody uh, makes custom covers. Everybody makes custom uh, covers. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was the uh, the who was that? That was was that Brian Johnson? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. The, the new quarterback coach. Let's run run down these guys. I'm not gonna run them all down, but your new OC is Shane Stetchin. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Shane Steichen. 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 Thank you, Steichen. thank you. He's the former Chargers OC, who, according to some reports, um, including a report I saw from Bleeding Green Nation, um, some Chargers fans are relieved that he's leaving, um, because they weren't a huge fan of his play calling. Um, and they attribute the development of one Justin Herbert to former Chargers quarterback coach Pep Hamilton. Um, again, like we, like I don't, know, I don't know how many game Chargers games you guys saw this year, but they did some dumb stuff in the fourth quarter. I don't know who was who that was attributed to. I'll say it was the head coach because again, the head coach is ultimately responsible. But if that if that Shane Steichen is that his name? If that Shane Steichen's doing. Somebody else got to call these plays, man. Somebody else got to call these plays. No, I, no, I think, but like I, we haven't decided. We and this why this is why us nerds are looking forward to this press conference because we don't know who's going to call the plays. Is it going to be Steichen? Is it going to mm-hmm. be Syria? Like I, I mean, we don't we don't know what defense this team's going to run. We don't know. We don't know. We do know the DC though. Jonathan Gannon, the former Colts DB co- coach. Again, the Colts uh, D backs, um, unlike the Eagles D backs, actually get interceptions. So maybe Jonathan Gannon can teach his team to turn and look at the football and put their hands up when the football is coming their way and catch the football when they're coming. But again, I don't know what defense this team's going to run. Yeah, no, I mean, no, for, for my for my deep research, um, which means looking at Colts DB saying yes. things about Gannon, they, they hold him in high regard. I think this guy, one mm. of the guys, was like one of my best coaches of all time. Okay, so all right. I think they, uh, like. I don't think anyone said that about Corey Unlin. So, not. 
we might be good. <laughs> but like, this is hilarious. <laughs> we know jack about any of these dudes. We don't know anything. We don't know anything about him. We don't know anything about the new quarterback coach, or we don't know much about the new quarterback coach. Oh, the, oh, he's known Jalen Hurts since like uh, birth or something. Yeah, since Jalen Hurts was four years old. Brian Johnson, he's the Florida Gators or was the Florida Gators um, <laughs> offensive coordinator. He worked with Dak Prescott at Mississippi State. And as Chris mentioned, he knew Jalen Hurts since Jalen Hurts was four years old. Old Try to get him to go to Mississippi State. Jalen Hurts wound up go, going to Alabama instead. But again, you have a relationship, a quarterback coach who has a relationship with presumably your quarterback <laughs> of the future. Who's to say? Because again, a lot of people are saying, a lot of people are saying that Nick Sirianni was brought in to rehab Carson Wentz. So, who's to say who your quarterback of the future is? By the way, what's going to be the the is it going to be the first, second, or third question to Nick Sirianni is what are you going to do about Carson Wentz? Or if like, not, if it's not the first question, yeah. how many questions will there be worded in a certain way? Asking about Carson Wentz. So, so, no, so, yeah, so we should go on record because, again, this press conference will happen before this airs. So I will go on record and say that it was the first question that ad, that was asked. Because anybody <laughs> in that room who gets to ask that first question, <laughs> Howard Eskin, Jeff McClain, they won't, they never call on Lester first, so Les won't be first. But if it's anybody, anybody in that room, the first question should be, yo, what's the deal with Carson Wentz? What the, and then, like you said, it should be like seven other questions about Carson Wentz. But that has to be question number one. Has to be. Has to be. Because really, isn't this the reason why he's here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, like let's not kid ourselves. He, that's why he's here. He's here for Carson Wentz. He's here to rehab Carson Wentz, period. And I'm not saying that's the wrong move. I'm not saying that's the wrong move at all, but that's why he's here. Like, we all understand this. This is the reason why. You wanted to recapture that Frank Reich magic, that Doug Peterson magic. You wanted to kind of recapture some of that stuff. But get a young dude in here who can kind of relate to Carson Wentz. And But again, the question is, Carson Wentz didn't listen to them other dudes. Yeah, yeah. Well, he listened to the brain trust of Nick Sirianni, Shane Steichen, and Brian Johnson. And that was the thing. And because again, when when I heard that Nick Sirianni got the job, I'm like, all right, cool, whatever, young dude, he's up and coming, dude. I was like, yo, you you probably need to get an older, experienced coach on this on this offensive side of the ball, just so Carson Wentz has a dude like he kind of sort of respects, or not even Carson Wentz, but in general, Carson Wentz in the quarterback room in general is like, yo. I can look at you know an Anthony Lynn or a Pep Hamilton or someone. I don't have to be those guys, but somebody older who has some you know some experience in this league and say, "Yo, I can tell Carson like Carson Wentz will respect me because I have some I have some weight behind what I say." I don't know how much weight Brian Johnson has. Oh, oh so what you're saying is, um, coaching up Ch- Kyle Trask isn't gonna um, like this is why like like I this is why this scares me the whole. Nick Sirianni, Brian, whatever, like is you're doubling down on this guy, but you haven't doubled down on experience. Mm-hmm. You've doubled down on semi-familiarity with right. Frank Reich. Like, I, I mean, like, God, Sirianni's probably going to have Reich on, like, speed dial. He's going to be like, yo, I coach too. You can't be called. Like, no. He got, I, he, got, he, got half of the, he got half of the cult staff. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so, like, I don't know, like, if – and if all the reports, and sorry guys, if there's been this many reports about Carson Wentz being, let's say difficult, but difficult <laughs> to like and and strong headed, strong willed. Like I don't know if you want to like put put a cherry on it. Like I I mean like he's he's been rather uncoachable. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna go from Mike like I like in terms of stature, Roy, how much different is Mike Grow and Press Taylor? 
with Brian Johnson and Shane Steichen? Well, I mean, Mike Grohl has a little bit of gravity, like not much, but I mean, like Shane Steichen coached Justin Herbert for like an hour. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> and, and, like I don't know, like how Carson Wentz, like, because obviously this dude has trust issues. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, obviously, and just Shane Steichen and Brian Johnson, like, men that fence, and I, and it's a very, I have my doubts. Like, no, and, and it's like. You know, like if you bring these guys in and it doesn't work, then why the hell did you bring them in? Like, I, I mean, like if, if you just said we want to bring in the dude to develop a quarterback, mm-hmm. like I, I mean, if it's Carson Wentz, great. If it's but we're not in it that if not, that's great because if you because if you sign on the Carson Wentz this year, you're signing on next year pretty right. much. Right. So I like I, I struggle. <laughs> like I like and. and that's great that Sirianni got authority to coaches uh, like hires coaching staff, but like I, I mean, like I don't know, like like is is Jonathan Gannon going to be able to coach up Avante Maddox to not suck? No, you're. I mean, again, like there's a. You're right. You're you're absolutely right. Like and again, we like you said, we have no idea about these coaches other than, other than the fact that they're Frank Reich and Jace, and so you got a bunch of Frank Reich and Jace coaches. Care about these guys being like, and this is why. I, I, I want to say why that this year is almost like the primary goal for this year is to see if Carson Wentz is fixable. Mm-hmm. Like because then other than that, then this is a project. I, I mean because there's a good chance that Sirianni is not going to be coaching any half of these guys in 2022. Right, and you don't. And the thing is, like you don't know. And with all due respect to these guys, but you don't know how well Shane Steichen's going to be a, as you know as the as the. OC and Carson Wentz, you know, fixer because again, he's never coordinator or whoever the hell that is. Like, yeah. and now it's it seems like like you have this uh, until you have like assigned duties because like Rich Gangarello was so bad he got signed up by San Francisco immediately. Mm-hmm. So what? So what does that say about like I don't know? It's not like he was a bum, right? Yeah, he, yeah, he wasn't wasn't trash. And again, so you have all this, and then they, all these guys are young. And again, you know, attached to all this, you got, um, you know, you know, now that you have the Steichen and, and Gannon guys, again, Shield Kapadia pointed out, this is 23 straight seasons where you haven't had a full time uh, black head coach, OC, DC, or GM. And if you wanted to fix Carson Wentz, I'm again, I'm not going to, I don't want to knock Shane Steichen or knock these guys. But again, there are other quarterback gurus. Again, there's Pep Hamilton that's out there. Like he was a head coach in the XFL. He's, you know, he's been, you know, he's been, you know, again, he's, uh, Justin Herbert himself said, yo, this is a dude who's responsible for my development. You could have had a chance to have him as your OC and you didn't. Cause again, he would have been a guy who I think would have carried a little bit more weight in the locker room than a Shane Steichen. Maybe it's or, just me. Or I don't know. Be a bright, like, I and this is just hip shooting. I have a feeling that Brian Johnson's the dude. Like I'd be mean, the dude that's gonna be propelled into like I don't I like I mean I mean his task is tall. Fix Carson mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. And if, if you succeed in that, then you're the OC. Like I, I mean, like that's how I feel is like I, I mean like from the from the stuff I've read, he's like a rising star. But these these are the guys you need to keep in the pipeline. The Brian Johnsons of the world, and like I saw that uh, Indianapolis um, hired, um, uh, like promoted from within, uh, but he's a black guy, Marcus Brady. These are the guys that like need to stay engaged. These guys need to be promoted, and 
my hope is that he's the guy at some point that steps up. Like, because really, like, other other than Sirianni, who's going to be closest to Carson Wentz? It's going to be the quarterback coach. Yeah, it should be. It should be the quarterback coach. But the but the thing is, let's say Brian Johnson fixes Carson Wentz, rehabs Carson Wentz. Brian Johnson fixes that. Brian Johnson writes his own ticket. He's gone in two years. So it's like. This is great. I mean, good, good for Brian Johnson. Like, I hope you, I hope you do it. But if Brian Johnson's that good of a coach, if he's like, like you said, if he's a up and coming guy, I want him to be here as my OC. But it's not going to happen if you fix Carson Wentz. Because if you fix Carson Wentz, then his offense doesn't stink, and then Shane Steichen's good. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, a, it's like a you're you're not not, not you can't you you can't get higher than you are in the current organization if you do your job, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Also, you know, from 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 my standpoint, because again, if Brian Johnson's that guy. I'd love to keep him around, but unless you give him like a, a fake Duke St- Deuce Daily uh, promotion, then he's probably going to bounce in two years, which kind of stinks. But, but in the, the whole diversity thing, I'm for it. Like I know, like no, I, yeah, I, yeah. that's why I was glad that, like I, I mean, when it would just like the make jokes about like, oh my god, Carson wants to talking talking down to a black dude. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, but, like it, it comes back to. Does Carson Wentz respond to Brian Johnson? White, white guy, black guy, yeah, like doesn't matter. He to him because he's the guy. I, I mean, like, like this is the dude that needs to be in his like. And I saw something about Greg Cosell, like say, you know, you need to like, like this dude needs to be rebuilt from like, like, like RoboCop. Like mm-hmm. I mean, he like his his mechanics are terrible. Like, and you haven't factored in up top. Like, uh, like, like, neck up. <laughs> well, I, mean, like, I mean, yeah, Brian Johnson, like you said, he's going to be the guy to, to fix him. But part of Brian Johnson's job is going to have to be, like you said, the therapist dude. No, the thing like, is, yeah, know, like, how do they, if this is a project plan, mm-hmm. who takes the mentals? Is it Brian Johnson? Is it Sirianni? Is it a compilation of both? No, it's, it's, it's not, it's not Sir, Sirianni. Sirianni got more, again, like he's a 39 year old coach who's got, <laughs> who's got to deal with other 37 year old dudes uh, who's doing, doing their jobs for the first time. He, like you said, he don't have time for this. Like Brian Johnson has the time for this. Like he's, a, and the thing is with Brian Johnson again, which works out, if he doesn't, if this Wednesday doesn't work, well, then Jalen Hurts is his boy. So, I mean, it's like, you don't have to worry. Like, you have a good working relationship with that one dude on his roster. Like, that, but doesn't that, but doesn't that, like, twist? It could. I, it could, twist it could. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Inspiration is amazing. It can turn this into this. Put it all together, and you get something special. Views is putting it all together with a special price. 99 cents for your Views Alto power unit. Available in-store and at Views.com. Views. Charge beyond. Vapor products. Underage sale prohibited. 99 cents plus tax. Pod sold separately. Website restricted to age 21 and over tobacco consumers. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Inspiration is amazing. It can turn this into this. Put it all together and you get something special. Views is putting it all together with a special price. 99 cents for your Views Alto power unit. Available in-store and at Views.com. Views. Charge beyond. Vapor products. Underage sale prohibited. 99 cents plus tax. Pod sold separately. Website restricted to age 21 and over tobacco consumers. Like, no, like, these are the things. If the dude was so bent out of shape about drafting a guy, and, like, didn't we say last week mm-hmm. that we needed, that they needed to kind of fix this tournament? Correct. You didn't fix the tournament. Well, no, but you you well, that's the thing. It's like like you put your finger on the scale with the Sirianni thing, but then you put your finger on the other side of the scale with the Brian Johnson thing. Um, which is a little 
I don't say it's weird to me, but again, if a guy has trust issues already with the mm -hmm. organization, exactly. How have how have you advanced those relate? How have you advanced that relationship by hiring a dude who's known the dude since he was in diapers? If yeah, exactly. Like if the dude's men, if the guy's mentals is is what if their mentals are what we think they are, then the day that Brian Johnson walks in that building, he's probably got to be like, hey man, yeah, what's up? I mean, just imagine, Roy. Like, just imagine if Carson Wentz was the quarterback of the Rams, where like the GM and the coach are saying, "Yeah, we're not sure if the dude's on the roster any, like the next season." Like, I mean, this is where, like, I mean, how much, how much cajoling needs to happen? How much more of it? I, I, I don't know. I can't really, like, I, I, I really, I really don't know. Like, this is a, like you're saying. Like, you're right. Like, it's, it's a weird dynamic, and that's why you know people post it on Twitter. It's like I really wish we could see some cameras inside the Novacare complex because there's a whole lot of stories, like like intertwined stories in, in, in this 2021 season, and a lot of it doesn't make sense. Like it might oh, go oh, oh, no, oh, oh, no. I'm waiting for that post-June 1st cut because June 2nd, 17 is going to take his tea, mm. and he's going to do the show, and, like, and, and like she's going to post some cryptic stuff about <laughs> No, like, I, I mean, you're going to need some – because there's there's – and I just don't know, like, how does a guy like a first head coach like Sirianni like talk to these first year dudes and 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 say, one who have been to Super Bowls exactly like, I, I have been. That's why, like, I don't mind the young coach route. I don't, but you need you need young dudes in the locker room. Yeah, and there and are a bunch of not young dudes in that locker room. Yeah, but so you need young dudes in the locker room, and then again. Young coaches are fine, but again, you need to have the older dude who the like. It's like, hey, this is a grizzled dude who's been coaching wide receivers for fifteen years. He's the like because again, if you're thirty nine, if you're thirty nine years old or thirty seven years old, and you're talking to, and this is a terrible example because he won't be here. But if you're talking to Jason Peters, Jason Peters is like, yo, fam, like get out my face, yeah, like get out my face, dude. Like, what are you like? What are we doing? Like, we're not doing this. So, but you don't have that, which is a, I don't know, which again is a reason why I would have liked. Deuce daily to stick around, but again, Deuce is like, look, I got time for this. Like, you guys are never going to promote me, and it's clear. So I will join Crazy Dan Campbell and bites me caps off in Detroit, which is what where Deuce Daly is now. So thank you, you for all a, your service, Deuce. You got a great staff in, in, in Detroit, by the way. Like, I, like they have a bunch of like great like Aaron Glenn's their defensive coordinator. Like, I, I mean, but it's a, it's the Lions. Be, yeah, like, they're they're going to stink. They're gonna stink. Dan Campbell will get fired in two, two and a half years, and whatever, whatever. They got a nice little, nice little staff. Right, I just asked. Yeah. I just asked. If you're Sirianni, what is your, what's your game plan? Like, do you need to knock down this Carson Wentz? Like, do you need to solidify Carson Wentz's trust before you do anything else? Like, because because obviously you need to reach out to like the vets, but but we tell ourselves, how much do you care about these? Like, obviously you care about them in 2021. Like I mean, you don't do want you? to be like. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be funny. But how many guys in this roster do you really, really care? Like truly care about? Like are are vitally important to this team? Are like are vital core pieces to this team going forward? Like serious? I'm not. I'm not even trying to be funny. Oh, oh, you're but asking like, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like five? Like no? I was like, gonna say like maybe half dozen. That's it. That's why for me this season is almost a wash. Like mm -hmm. because these are the dudes that. I just don't know how you sell got like vets like Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham on like on, on anything. Like and, and one, you still have that dynamic of of some of these dudes want one quarterback and some of these dudes want another. 
right. <laughs> like you're gonna need like I like and that's still here. Like you're saying your your problem like because it's not just affecting the quarterback for it's affecting the locker room. Right, right. And that's the thing. It's like those dudes on that defense still see eleven on the other side of the ball. I'm like, look, fam, if this dude was a competent quarterback last year, we'd have made the playoffs. Yes, and, no, <laughs> like and those guys are still there. They're still there. Like, and again, I'm not gonna I don't want to speak for Fletcher Cox or Brandon Graham or the man of the year, Rodney McLeod, or anybody. I don't want to speak for I'm not saying there's any of those guys. But I know there are guys who are still in that locker room on defense who are like, look, you guys are putting all your eggs in this Carson Wentz basket. I saw this dude up, you know, up close to personal for 12 games last year, and he was trash. And if and, you know, and, and they've seen the supposed like difficulty. Like, I, I mean, you can't bowl these guys. Like, right. I, I mean, like, what are you gonna like? It's all gonna say it. Carson needs needs to be the dude to like stand up and like own stuff. Like, I, I mean, it all starts with this dude if you want this guy to be the dude. And I'm glad that Carson Wentz broke his silence earlier this week because, again, a lot of people were waiting for Carson Wentz to speak. Carson Wentz took to Twitter and said some very important words, and I'm very glad that now that Carson Wentz has spoken on Twitter, everybody is excited about the 2021 season. And they've got And they've gotten all, all that stuff, all that stuff. Out of their system. Of course, Carson Wentz only took the to Twitter to congratulate Rodney McLeod on being named a finalist for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. I'm kind of conflicted on this. Do I read the hear- room? Bro. Read do the I- room. Do I want to hear from Carson? Absolutely, because again, the dude hasn't spoken in like th- two months or whatever. Like that, like he that. hasn't spoken, and they fired the coach. Does he owe? But does he? Does he owe yeah, us he an explanation? Yeah. Okay. No, right. and, and I'm not one of players owing fans anything. Mm-hmm. However, this isn't just the fans. He needs to regain the trust of that locker room. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care about me. Like, and a sign of goodwill to own up because it sounds like he's still finding scapegoats. And until and and until I'm proven wrong, I that's the way like I need to see this dude like I, I mean, from he's just not owning it, Roy, and it's and it and until he comes to like that, pardon, pardon the pun, come to Jesus moment. It's mm-hmm. it, it's not gonna it's because it's not even the the Sirianni like he needs to mend the fences with the team, and 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 the Sirianni broker that does he need to like should he broker it like or should Carson just. Take the dudes that like don't trust them or or don't ride with them, like buck hunting. But I'm saying, like maybe maybe Carson has had these conversations with these guys. Maybe he's talking to maybe he's spoken to Lane Johnson and Fletcher Cox and Jason Kelsey and all these dudes. That's what my, I guess my question is: Does he owe does he owe it to have this public? Does he does he need to sit down with Les Bowen and have an interview and say, look? You know, I, I I stunk last year, and I'm going to do better, and I'm going to fight for my job. Like, do we need to see this in public or what? One hurt. <laughs> okay. No, but okay. I, I get the whole. He could like, because there's a part of Carson's damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. Right. But I, I mean, he needs to extend that olive branch because he hasn't extended anything. But I don't. Again, I don't know if he has it or not. Like, maybe again, he could pick up the phone and call these dudes. Like, we don't know. You can FaceTime these guys and have these conversations. We just we don't know. No, but it needs to be like I I I mean, in the court of public opinion, and and you might not 
care about he might not care but the court of a public opinion is pretty strong especially mm-hmm. in philadelphia mm-hmm. if you just extend that branch a little bit like i mean he hasn't spoken about anything they anything. fired the coach yeah yeah no i mean like i no, I look i get it like i, I want to like i really would like to know what's inside of his mind no, than- we don't like Roy, I, I I say this and, and we talk offline about this and it's the mentals part. If it was just a bad season and he has bad mechanics and so but there's a lot of stuff that we don't know. And it's mm-hmm. all just like like I don't know, like projecting. And it's like, we need to hear from this dude. Tell Rob Body to to have set up an interview or something. That's like, what I'm I, saying. Like I think I think everybody, I think people just need to see him sit down and have like a like a, a Gail King style interview. So all you all you guys out there can just get this out of your system and just say, hey, give me give me what I want, Carson Wentz, and then we'll let you live for the next three months. Is that what you guys want? Because that's fine. No, 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 but but what like is there something that you personally like, or are or are you like just giving him the benefit of the doubt that he's Reaching out to like the dudes that oh, I don't think he is, but I'm just saying, <laughs> okay. he, I'm just saying okay. he could he could be. I mean, I'm, I'm, I would like to hear from Carson Wentz. I he could be reaching out to these dudes. Do I think he is? No, I think he just went to North Dakota or wherever he is and starts hunting bucks with Trent Cole or whatever. <laughs> like, he probably isn't. He probably isn't building those bridges. He'll probably pick up the phone with Sirianni Cole, or he probably spoke to Sirianni already. He probably picked up the phone. They probably had a nice little chat, but I mean, like nothing, nothing substantial. Because Cole, yeah, because if you're Sirianni. How many days do you have to spend getting your ducks in order for this guy? Like, like before, like, I mean, it's not a coincidence where it took a week to have this press conference. Because, like, I, I mean, this is going to be very calculated. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, between Sirianni, Howie, Lori, I, I mean, they want it because it seems like Doug wasn't following the company line. And, like, I, I mean, like, there was a lot of mixed stuff. And I think for Sirianni's first press conference, they need to get the, yo, word we're united like 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 but what do you say do you say if Les Bowen asked you is Carson what's your quarterback what do you say uh we like like, um (laughs) I don't even know know. you're right like this is probably why I took a week that Carson Wentz is a fantastic quarterback he's a great leader in the locker room uh we have no no we have we have we're blessed to have multiple great options at quarterback this year Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts, and we'll kind of see what happens down there. You know, we'll see what happens this offseason. Like, but, yeah. but if you're not that Jaquette dude, but I mean, like, if you're not, not Jalen Mills, like, say you're uh, Sugar, Brandon Brooks, yeah. I don't know who's it, does that give you prop, like, yeah. does that give you optimism that because you can't tell one unit that they the best, like, May the best man win this job, da da da, and say, "Yo, we like both guys. We'll see how it goes." Like, like that's not a message you want to send. I, I, yeah, I know, but but that's I think I think everybody understands that's the message you have to send because you can't pick either. You cannot pick either guy in January. You can't. Like you can't. Like right now, given the way they both played, you can't pick a guy. You can't. Again, well, if you, I, pick, if you pick a guy. If you pick a guy, the other one has zero trade value, so you can't public. You can even publicly do it. So you can't yeah, pick but, a guy. Okay. All right, on 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 off offline. What are you telling Carson Wentz? Is it your job? I the I, Carson Wentz is. I, I'm going to give you the same speech that I gave you. I guess a month or whenever whenever this whole thing kind of went down. It's like, look, Carson, we will put you in the best <laughs> position we can for you to win this thing, but you have to win it. All right, we're not going to hand it to you. Again, we will put our finger on the scale. 
we will bring it. We, we, we brought in a young bull coach. We brought in, you know, some, some guys you might be able to relate to a little bit better. You know, we'll even get we'll you. Bring to- Allen since he was four. We got but you. No, that's going to be his question. <laughs> well, look, it's like, we got rid of the people who were talking smack about you. You know, 17, we got rid of that dude. We're going to bring take We're going <laughs> to listen. We're going to bring in some weapons. All right. We're going to get you some more, some more toys, a wide receiver. We're going to help much- you out. And holding, do you need to have for a guy who was who was statistically the worst? Like this is where it is literally boggling my brain. You're it's trying like, to save your investment. You're just trying to save your investment. No, that's like GameStop. Like GameStop. <laughs> yeah, it's like GameStop. You're trying to save your. You're trying to save your investment. Like you bought a stock and your your stock went down like eighty five percent. And you're like, fam. It's like you're trying and you're trying to borrow some money or you're. I don't even know what it is, but you're trying to save your investment. You're trying to you're trying to get out and like have something left. At you know. the expense of alienating the other side because frankly you don't care. Like so, what you're saying is, if if this season ends up Carson Wentz regains not even 2017 because stop. With yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. 2018, 2019. Uh, 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 a half and half of 2018, 2019. But mm-hmm. you, but you're not, but you're not good because you've alienated half the locker. You don't care. But how are you not good though? What everybody else is just going to stink. If Carson Wentz is good, then I would assume. I mean, look, this team ain't gonna be great next year. But I mean, like, if Carson Wentz is good, then the other the, the locker room's not gonna be mad. The other part of the locker room's not gonna be mad, right? I guess you'll just say like, I, I, and I guess Sirianni could say I was right. Follow like follow my lead. Like, yeah. you know, like I, I mean, God bless Mike, Nick Sirianni putting his faith in Carson Wentz. That's all I like. That's all. I, oh yeah, no, that that's that's yeah, that's the question. But if, if Carson Wentz. I don't know if is if Carson Wentz is like a low is like a low rent Kirk Cousins next year. You know I mean, it's like everybody who was everybody who was banging the drum for Jalen Hurts will probably fall back a little bit. Is that okay? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I don't. Sure. No, no, no. Like what we just said is like we just we just owed mediocrity for two years mm-hmm. because like I, I mean like and then you revisit the Carson thing. He's gone into like basically this is just. Stay afloat so you don't become the Jaguars. Right, basically, yeah. You're like, yeah, your your yeah, your goal is not to be the Jaguars, not to be the Jets. Because my prediction is Carson Wentz won't be the quarterback when this team's good again. Like, I I mean, the <laughs> next two years are going to be lean. Like, I I mean, like, and, and we still haven't even gotten to the fact that we're like, I don't even like like we still have the same bum GM. That and that's another thing. And it's we like, still don't know what they're gonna prioritize in 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 the draft. Right. So again, so a lot of people want wide receiver. Mel Kuyper in his first mock draft has the Eagles taking an Alabama wide receiver, which is not the one that most people want. He has them going with Jalen Waddle, um, who I before the season to me was the best Alabama wide receiver. Um, obviously got hurt, didn't didn't play a significant portion of the season. Jalen Waddle's five ten. Jalen Waddle's one hundred seventy seven pounds. Um, I don't know if Jalen Waddle's the ideal um, guy to put us to put alongside Jalen Rager, but. It's either here nor there. I think I think Jalen Waddle's really good, and Mel Kuyper thinks he's really good. I'm a little concerned about the size. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather have I'd rather have Chase, and and even though he's slight, I'd rather have Devontae Smith. No, I like because I, I saw something, and and history's history for a reason is the number of sub 200 pound wide receivers that get picked in the top 10, and their success rate isn't great. I mean, like people pointed to Peter Work. I mean, how how many Peter Warwick stands were there? Me. <laughs> <laughs> but there might be two this year, though. So that's the thing. It's like because usually the guys that are going in the top ten are like the 
are the physical freaks, yep. like Julio's, the Calvins, the right. uh, yeah, like like Charles Rogers, but he sucked. Yeah, no, but like, <clears throat> do you want to like tempt fate with this? Like, uh, like, are you like? Is the entire world damn sure? Because there, there have been a, many times where the internet world has been damn sure about X player, and the X player wasn't good. Yeah, and, and, and again, I, I would really, and again, I like Jalen Waddle. I like him a lot. I would, it would, I would really pause and th- really think hard about taking him at six. I really would. The other two guys, I'm like Jamar Chase is fine. Yeah, yeah. And and again, like Devontae Smith, I've he's six, he's six feet tall, and I've seen enough of. I mean, I mean, that's yeah. not, but like Devontae Devonte Smith is going to be a good wide receiver in the NFL. Is he going to be a dominant guy in the NFL? I don't know, but I mean, like I'm, I don't feel comfortable taking him at six. Jalen Waddle, I don't know. I, I just, I just don't know, man. I just don't. I'm know. probably in the minority, but I'm not. Unless Chase is there, I'm not taking a wide receiver. Okay, I, and again, like that's I get it. I'm taking. I'm. I'm <clears> taking because <throat> frankly, this team can do can, can do BPA and be fine because they have so many holes. Right. I would take if Soul's there. I'm taking him. Mm-hmm. If 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 Sertan is like I don't like. I need to at some point once I get past Hitman, I'm gonna have to do a deep dive. It, it like, <laughs> I mean, when's the last time the Eagles picked in the top ten? This is this is important stuff. Yeah, this is a long time, and it's also it's it's not just the first round; it's every round. They're picking in the top ten in every round. No, I mean, look, they they have you know two top thirty eight picks. I mean, this is a very important draft. They have ten picks. You in cannot, draft. and I cannot state overstate this. They need to be day one starters. Yeah, though. Yeah, the, the, your first two picks this year. And I don't care if you trade down. I don't care if you trade up or whatever. Your first two picks need to start. Period. Point blank. Day one. I don't care whether it's a cornerback or whatever. They oh, no. need to start. They need to be good. They need to be good, and they need to be starters. Um. Again, I'm not. You would take Sewell at six. I mean, he's really good. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. All right. I could. I could probably talk myself into that. I could talk myself into that. I, I think. Well, like, well, my philosophy is different. I don't give an F about Carson Wentz. I don't like. Mm-hmm. I like, but like, I need to fortify. I need to fortify the lines. I like. I I need to get. Be, I need to get get better and younger on the O line. Mm-hmm. I know they have my lot in, but like at some point, Lane's not going to be Lane anymore. And 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 you need like you need to just get past this the nostalgia. Like I, I mean, am I drafting Michael Parsons? No. What am I thinking about Sertan? Like I mean, when Roy, when's the last time this team had a really good secondary? Oh, it's been forever. What about Kyle Pitts? Maybe. Like I, I mean, like I like I, I, because I mean, in a in a surprise to everyone, Zach Ertz isn't going to be here any next season. Yeah, it's a shock. Yeah. yeah, but like you see what a kittle does. You see mm-hmm. what it, like I mean, you need people need to stop with being like fixated on. You need elite playmakers. Playmakers, yeah. not, not not even elite. You see because they don't have any. They don't have playmakers. Period. No, I don't think they have one, or maybe Sanders. Yeah, Sanders. Sanders is your is your most dynamic player on this team. And, and, you, didn't, and you didn't, like, unless you want to really stretch that definition. Well, no, because Darius Slay don't really make plays. He had one interception. Um, so no, you don't. But so, like, yeah. I don't know. Like maybe a Kyle Pitts trans. Like I, I mean, like that's and, and someone pointed out, and it makes a lot of sense. It's like if you could build around, and there aren't many. But if you could build around an elite, not an Ertz elite, elite tight end, <laughs> see how the Raiders do with Darren Waller. I mean, mm-hmm. like, they, that changes things, right? So yeah, so I think, like you said, like BPA, because like this team has so many holes and needs. I mean, you can literally draft BPA and not go wrong. But that player has to be an immediate impact starter 
whether it's a tackle or whether it's a tight end or cornerback or whatever, they got to start day one. Period point yeah. blank. And, and you can't care about oh Dallas Goddard. I don't care. Like, I, like do you want to sign resign Dallas Goddard to ten million a ten million dollar year contract? No. Oh God, no. No, Richard Rodgers, come on back. But yeah, we're not doing this. Like that's why this season is going to be a lot of evaluating on who the hell you want on this team. No, you're, you're you are absolutely right. I didn't know we were going to spend this much time on the on the Eagles. No, because <laughs> like, it's so frustrating. Like yeah. I, I mean, like like the whole hiring process sucked. Like I, I mean, well, one the hiring process sucked because no one wants to be here. Yeah, no one wants to be like this. The, this job is worse than the the Texans job. Like this is like, it was just a it's just a terrible. Just a, I don't know. It was just a, just a, just a mess. But we got to talk some Sixers though before we get out of here, because the Sixers beat the Lakers earlier this week. How good is this team? Because this is the first good win, really good win of the season. And they won. You know, they almost blew it in typical Sixers fashion. But Tobias Harris, the closer, knocked down a, the game winner with two seconds left. How good is the Sixers team? Because you know, you and I are like. They're maybe fourth or fifth in the in the East at best. They might win a round. Well, they'll win a round, but not more than a round. Is this team like how good is this? Let me just ask that question. How good is this team? You know what? They might be, and I might say might mm. might be better than I think because okay. I look at the Nets, and and this is probably in a po- very positive. They can't play defense, correct? Like at all? Like I, I mean, so. Maybe their offense is enough, but I still don't know. Can they get past? Can they win four games against an above-average defense? Can they win four games against a Jimmy Butler, a, a full-strength Jimmy Butler Heat team Correct. that knows how to play Benson? Like, I, I guess my my retort is: Can they game plan around? Can the Sixers and Doc Rivers? Game plan enough around their half court offensive deficiencies to win a series against a good defensive team. That part I don't know. Yeah, and that's why I'm still hesitant to say that they're going to win more than two rounds. Like they might wind up being the third seed, or maybe the second. I don't know, depending on how their record winds up. They might wind up being the second or third seed in the East. I still don't know if that's enough to win two series. I don't, because again, like you said, if you if you play a Nets, if you play a Heat team who knows how to defend you. If you play a Celtics team that knows how to defend you, and again, and you, you tighten up those those rotations in the playoffs, I think things look a little different. Yeah. Things look no, a little and, different. And, like, and what those teams, and we're old and we've been watching Hoop for a long time, they have shot creators. Mm-hmm. Like I still, if you're asking me who wins a seven-game series between a full-strength Celtics and the Sixers, the Celtics do. Yeah, like I, yeah I, don't, I don't, again, I don't disagree. And because, again, it's like, you really you're you're like uber dependent a lot of the time on Tobias Harris to be really good, and how he's been this and he's been very good this year twenty one points a game over twenty points a game he's been very good but again when the defense tightens up in the playoffs and you get Tobias Harris again checked by Jalen Brown for thirty five minutes things are a little different you know so I I guess my like the, the, like I guess the question is where do you double down. Or just playing, being a really good, like tightening up the defense and hoping the offense kind of, I don't know, is 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 not passable because they're good. Like, but I just think that, like these guys, a lot of these dudes aren't playoff dudes. Danny Green's a playoff dude. Is Seth Curry a playoff dude? I don't, don't know. know. I don't, don't know. know. Like, yeah. like he's been a great. He's added, but 
in a game five semifinals, can he do his stuff? Is Shake Milton the playoff guy? Because he was he wasn't good last year in the playoffs. Like, yeah. did, did, did he learn from that? I don't know. That's like, why, like, there are aren't, and there aren't many dudes that you can, like, I, I mean, like, does PJ Tucker, like, I don't know, win this team or like, does adding PJ Tucker win this team an extra round? Again, maybe. Like, the more playoff guys you have, the, yeah. the answer, the answer, the answer for me is yes. Because again, Tyrese Maxey ain't gonna get a whole lot of minutes in the playoffs. No. Matisse Thibault. Yeah, Matisse Thibault ain't gonna get a whole lot of minutes in the playoffs. So it's like you have like like Shake's gonna play, Furcon's gonna play. Other than that, like who else is gonna on that bench is gonna get a lot of well, Dwight. And get got Dwight. Is that enough from your bench? No. You uh, need you need to get that buyout market. I don't know if Kevin Love comes here, but mm-hmm. like I, I mean a Kevin Love type, but I and the problem with this team, it just seems like they got a lot of they got good they got good juju on this team. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to mess up the juju by trading any of these guys. Like, like trading even Danny Green. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, like I you really just need to cross your fingers and hope that yeah. Simmons makes I don't say strides because that's not happening. But no. I mean, are, are they do they get enough out of him and do they and do they cover for him enough with Tobias playing awesome? Because if Tobias doesn't play awesome, this team's a disaster. Right. Like you need, like, like I think, like you're saying, like, I don't know if you can really touch the whole, the core of this team. I think it is what it is. And you just got to hope that Tobias is great. You hope that Ben Simmons gives you, you know, Lake, you know, the Lakers game, Ben Simmons. And you hope that either, because again, I don't think you get both, either on any given night that Seth Curry or Danny Green are hot. I think, I think that's it. Because other than that, then you win one round and then you get bounced. Yeah. No, because. Mm-hmm. There aren't many dudes that like you can get. Like I, I mean, like th- that move the needle anyway. Yeah, like like I, I just don't know. Like I mean, would I love a Schroeder type? Because he absolutely destroys the like no, like that kind of guy. If right. you can find, and I don't know if that guy's even available. Yeah, or will be available in a buyout. Like I like that. That's the kind of dude. Like you need. Like like we say about this team being a little. Being not little, they're better. They're a better version of that 17 18 team. You need to find a better buyout than Marco Bellinelli. You yes. need to find a better Ursan buyout. Like, right. I mean, like, and uh, I don't know who those guys are. But like, I, I mean, because I, I, you you look at all the terrible teams. Is there anyone on Minnesota you want? No. Do you want anyone on like other than the obvious, like on, on Washington? Yeah, like other than the obvious guys, no. But yeah, but you need, like you said, like you need a. Terry Rozier type of guy. Like you need somebody out there who can, you know, like you said, who can, who's a better, who's a better Bellinelli, better Elio Silva, get you some buckets, get a guy that you know that in the playoffs you can play him for twenty minutes. And you don't have to worry. I don't know where that guy's coming from. Uh, maybe, again, I, I would, I would like Kevin Love. Kevin Love would be a nice bench piece. He would be. Maybe Sam Cassell is just working Ben to death. I don't know, but I, I mean, I, I, I just lose lose my mind five times a game when I, like because like, I just I just don't see how this offense is it is is sustainable like but like like running into someone and then catching your own offensive rebound what is this yeah the, the jump passes and but yeah. it seems like they like him and he's still putting up triple doubles okay but I mean like I like he and, and he's a very good defender and they want him there. Like it's not like they're like it's not like they're because it seems like they're making concerted enough to say, "Yo, we want him here." And I mean, like, can't do that if like, <laughs> right? Because like, I mean, this team has really good chemistry. 
So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, don't mess it up. I just like, no, it just seems like you just need to ride this one out. Yeah, I think I think you have to ride this one out. We got to ride the show out. Apologies to all you guys. We promise we will talk baseball, so I will do it for ten seconds. No Kurt Schilling, no Barry Bonds, and no Roger Clemens in the Hall of Fame. Um, you guys are probably never going to get in, which is crazy to me because because Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens absolutely deserve to be in there. And Kurt Schilling, you can put him in there if you want. I'm not going to argue it, but Kurt Schilling to me, it's whatever. But yeah. again, I'm a strict construction. I would have like fifty dudes in the whole Hall of Fame, so whatever. I, I just like I. I I have even if I was a baseball fanatic, I wouldn't lose sleep. Like I just can't lose sleep over these dudes because, yeah. like, I, I mean, they did something wrong, yeah. and, and like you totally screwed up baseball. And people are like, "Oh, they lived." Uh, these writers lived on Sarah already. Everyone did. So are you going to punish everyone? But these are the guys that did it. So, like, I don't like, and we even talked about Hank Aaron dying. It's like we don't even recognize the other record. Exactly. The only number we acknowledge is 755, but we actually have to acknowledge the clock and get out of here as well. Thank you guys for tuning in. 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP Philadelphia. We are out of here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. Introducing Xfinity's breakthrough Wi-Fi speed, now faster than a gig. And with X1, you get access to live TV and top streaming apps. Upgrade today. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Requires compatible x gateway. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Get more vape for your money with Views Alto. Right now, you can get a two-pod Alto flavor pack in-store for just $12.99 plus tax. Available in three bold flavors and three nicotine levels. Get your Views Alto in-store or at Views.com. Views. Charge beyond. Vapor products. Underage sale prohibited. Limited time offer. Void where prohibited. Website and offers restricted to age 21 and over tobacco consumers.